I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two, and this episode is brought to you by Jacobs Carports Incorporated. Jacobs Carports Garages and Metal Buildings is a family-owned and operated company founded by father and son Eugene and Paul Jacobs. Shout out to Jacobs Carports. Well, shout out to Jacobs Carports, and welcome to Too Fast Too Forever. We are officially closing out lap nine. So here's the here's the tricky thing. What? This is episode two oh nine. To the patrons, it'll be 209. Well, it'll actually be like 220-something, because, but I, yeah. I don't number that, but there's bonus episodes. Okay. Released to the public before this will be a bonus episode Uh-oh. on Red Notice, the new The Rock, Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds movie. So, like, that'll officially be 210. That'll officially close out lap nine, but not really. Like, I don't know. It, it We've never had this kind of, like, because when I, the way that it, behind the scenes, how the sausage is made... Yeah. When the episode's done editing, I just put it up. So we're recording a bonus episode for Patreon that'll never be on the main feed also tonight. Yes. But then this weekend, when Red Notice comes out on Netflix, we're going to watch that. So the patrons will have it basically in order. But also, the bonus episodes we're doing on Patreon, they might not get till after Red Notice. I don't know how <laughs> things are going to go. This actually, it's not annoying my like numbers OCD. I just think it's funny that like it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yep. Anyway, watch Red Notice on Netflix because we're going to do a bonus episode on that because it stars three Fast and Furious people, right? Like, I mean, calling Ryan Reynolds a Fast and Furious person is a A little bit of a stretch, a little bit, but he's he's in in the family now. Yeah. He's in it. So anyway, 209 or 210, but officially 209, whatever. Who cares? (laughs) I'm literally, I think, the only – no, 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 I'm sorry. Me and Wes are the only people. I think Wes (laughs) cares about that number more than you do, right? Yeah. That definitely doesn't bother me because it's like – I mean, I would just go by what what order they come out in on the feed. But which feed, though? Because they're going to be different orders and different feeds. I think the main feed is considered canon. I don't think so, because I think the patrons are the people we care about. So no, no offense but, to everybody else. But, but we never include numbers in the patron episodes. You don't, like, skip an episode on the main feed, right? So <sighs> we've so, established that so this the is main episode, feed... So this would be episode 210, then. Okay. I don't know. 209 and a half. Platform nine and three quarters. Joe, extracurricular activities. What have you been up to since we last recorded? We went and saw Eternals in the theater on Friday. Oh, boy. Do I have a story about that? But yeah, go ahead. I wanted to say I was very jealous that I didn't get to see a double feature of Eternals over playing at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you did because I saw your tweet that they were playing. We'll get to that. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Did you like it? Can we kind of talk about that? Did you like it? Yeah, I really liked it. So it's the worst reviewed MCU movie going in knowing that I liked it more. But okay. uh, before I go into, too nerdy into it, like, what did you like it or did you not like it? I thought it was all right. It was, I, I think of I this I mean, you know run, who directed it, right? Who directed it? The woman who directed Nomadland. But <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But um, the thing was, it's like, the cast is great. There was good parts in it. I feel like it didn't have as much charm as some of the other ones had. Like, I mean, obviously it's a tall ask to to imagine it being anywhere close to Guardians of the Galaxy, in my opinion. Well, it's going for a totally different thing. It's going it's just, for a totally both in different space. thing. Yes, but it's like an ensemble cast. You're introducing a whole bunch of new characters sure, at once. Yeah. These kind, like the the vibe. I was, you know, I was like, oh, this is. It's most related to Guardians of the Last. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Stage. Right. In what it's doing, and not, not doing. how it's doing it. Yes, In what yes. it's doing, yeah, for sure. So I was like, okay, um, it feels like a setup movie. Like, I, I wasn't, like, 
I didn't not like it, but at the same time, like, coming off Shang-Chi, which was so fucking awesome, I was like, ah, this one was okay. Because you have to introduce so many characters and establish them, like, so fast that I didn't have any care about who they were. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I was kind of, like, lost in that, like, and, um, I mean, overall, I saw it. there's, like, nine or ten or something, right? There's a lot of them. Yeah, and the thing is, the way it plays out, because they're introducing everyone, you don't know really who's, like, good, bad, or neutral, or gonna, you know what I mean? Like, any of these things at any point until, like, very close to the end. What else? Oh, I went and got a new tattoo that I was waiting to get for a very long time, so I was happy about that. Who are you, Mike Manzi? I know, I was thinking of the Mikester when I was doing it, and that was the funny thing, is, so I tweeted this, I think I spelt it wrong, because Rachel yelled at me. Sergeant, yes. Exactly, well, I had been drinking, and, yes, both. But as I was getting my tattoo... Also, my, I want to I want to point what? out, so Rachel responded to your tweet saying, I like, I, I like knowing who sends the tweets, because I Mine know what words wrong. Joe can't spell. Yes, yes. And then I'm like... Let alone the fact that you're talking about getting tattoos, right? Like, yes, there's, there's a bigger true. tip off here to like. There was who's sending the tweet, but yes, go on. My tattoo artist has like uh, a TV in her like little room that she does, and every time we go there, like we're always watching. It's like she sometimes she plays cartoons, some she plays whatever the fuck she wants, but that's what she does like while you're tattooing. And she's on a monk kick right now, so we were watching Monk and um, fucking Sergeant Tanner. Right? Who's uh, ever who's who is ever on a monk kick? I don't know, but I mean it's kind of it's kind of like a charming sweet show. Have you ever seen it? No. I'm not talking any shit about monk, but I'm just wondering who in the world is like, you know what I'm gonna do she, right and now? And she's not and she's not like a seven year old woman. Like this is a show my grandparents watched all the time. So, like she's like our age, maybe a little bit older, but like not much. And so she just like is watching monk it's really wholesome i actually think that you would like the tonal feel of it like it's not like a great show but like (laughs) it's just like tonally like something that i think you would enjoy like it's it's if like joe para met um svu right like and you get like like a very toned down ver like you know monk's neurotic and yeah anyways joe para back though by the way season three has started has begun oh and then the last thing i did was um I told you that sports gambling has been legalized in Connecticut, and yep. Rachel and I have actually been doing very, very well. So I um, took out a bunch of my winnings, and I bought <laughs> two extra TVs to fully start transforming my house into the sports bar that I dreamed of living in forever. So, now, pl- now ex- explain, like, two small TVs, not, like, 55, Yeah, they're 24-inch TVs. Yeah, yeah they're, tw- they're 24-inch TVs. You, uh, you know the setup of my living room, but I don't think you've been here since I flipped it. But I have not seen the new setup. Yes. I've, seen, I've seen it via pictures, not in person. Yes, but you know the setup. So, like, Correct. on each side of the – like, my uh, entertainment center set back in a bay window. And so, like, on each side, I have a little bit of a wall there. So I put – a 24-inch TV. They were cheap. They were like 100 bucks on Amazon. Yeah, I put one. I'm waiting for the other one because one of them didn't work, so I had to return it and get the other one. I think it comes tomorrow. But um, it's been a lot of fun. Like, I could put, like, one game on the side and one game on my and what TV. Do you, are, you, are they, like, built-in smart? Like, you're just using the built-in smart apps? Or how are you? That's like, what, what do you... Yes, that's what it was. So th- I got them on Amazon. They're, like, fire TVs that are 24-inch for, like, 99 yep. bucks each. Yep. So, like, that's all that... I, I just want to be able to look up and be like, okay, that's the score and not have to change the channel. I've been doing that, and that's pretty much sums up what I've been up to for the past weekend. So I saw uh, Eternals as well. well. Actually, I was in New York for work, which was fun. I went that to this thing cool. called NFT NYC, which is like an NFT. 
it was it, it kind of felt like a waste of time but it was cool to be like in new york and like do actual like work it was the first time i was in new york for work which is cool since the pandemic which was yeah. which was nice so then thursday night i went to see eternals and i liked it what you were saying is all true i just think it's you can see the move that Chloe Zhao wanted to make, like this sort of like contemplative, slow paced, whatever. And then Marvel being like, okay, you got to introduce this <laughs> yeah. entire group and then yeah. also like get us to a place where like shit breaks bad in a way by the end, right? Yes. So, like, yes. It's, they're all, it's all wildly tough. And I think, you know, comparing it to Guardians is fair, but like this was like, hey, they're all like in the, fr- this movie starts with an opening text crawl, and I'm like, oh, boy, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then it like, goes into a spaceship, like it's Star Wars, and I'm like, all right. But, like, they all were created at the same time, right? Like, it's not like Guardians were just, like, it's Peter Quill, like, finding people, and, like, you, you pick them up every 10 or 20 minutes in the movie. This is just, like, there's nine yes. of them. Get used to it. It's just like, yep. okay. Yes, I like the movie. I like the ideas in it. I thought it was really funny that this had become, like, such a talking point because of you know, some parts of the movie which were severely overplayed because they were minimal throughout the movie. Well, yeah, like, there's a gay, uh, there's a gay superhero Paperboy. in the movie's not playing in China because of that. Yeah. Uh, there's a sex scene for, I think, the first time maybe in an MCU movie. That's a, it's a hetero sex scene, so relax, China. I mean, also, uh, Paperboy, right? Paperboy is... Yeah, I was super hype, and I think Atlanta, the new season, is supposed to, like, they're, like, officially working on it, right? Even though Donald Glover's on Twitter, like, People out here saying Dave is on par. Just like, dude, relax. No, but just come to like you're he's coming off bad. He's, you know. Yeah, but I get. I understand. I understand his it's frustrations. Not a good look. It's not a good it's look. It's also not a good look. I, that seems like something that you were sitting there drinking with your friends and yeah. you were talking about it. And much like me spelling Sergeant uh, Tanner wrong, that this is a tweet that you just send out. Well, yeah, but we have 300 followers as opposed to whatever, 300,000 yes, or something. exactly. But this is something you'd be sitting there being like, motherfucker, this is a completely different thing. Like, just because we're both, like, rappers at one point, like, does not mean these should be compared. And, yes. Oh, I thought you were saying you and Donald Glover were both rappers at one point. And I'm like, hold no. on, where, I, I lost the analogy yes, sorry, here. Sorry, sorry, yes. yeah. Okay. I was saying, like, he, he has a point. It's coming off badly. Um. So... Watching Eternals, and I will I will say it is at a point. So the movie's two and a half hours long. Yeah, good. What point about, was it at? I want to know. So like ninety minutes in, where without spoiling the movie, it is where and I just told Joe I cut that part out, but it's where a very big thing happens. Like not that the movie do, doesn't have like important things happening before that or after that, but kind of like the point in like a movie where it's just like yes, oh, this is what the rest of the movie is going to be about, right? Yep, that happens. <laughs> And God, what an awful part to get... D- suddenly, there's two pictures on screen. Like, the movie keeps playing, <laughs> and then I guess, like, the Sorry. next reel, quote-unquote reel, even though it's a digital projection... Yes! How the fuck does this even happen is what I was more wondering I saw, about. So, I've been on Twitter searching for Racer Trash. We talked about that on the Speed Racer bonus episode. Yes. Because Racer Trash basically has not done a show in, like, a month and a half. They were supposed oh, to do something, like, cool. a month ago. They backed out. There's something I think they're doing this weekend, maybe, but I even that, I'm not sure. But I've been like, where's Racer Trash? And so this happens somewhere else, and everybody's just like, who let Racer Trash into the uh, projectionist <laughs> booth? Which is like, so, there's this, so it's a very pivotal thing, and two things are playing over the top of each other. And like... Is it from previously in the movie, or further no, along in the movie? No, I think further along, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but it's also, it's... It's chaotic because, like, your brain can kind of follow, but it's also like. Was your the audio also both like, playing or just. The... No, no, no. It's only one audio. I think. It... <laughs> okay. 
I think it was current audio. I don't know because there's like 30 seconds or a minute where the the audience because it's it's opening. It's the before it's a Thursday night before it opens. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. pretty crowded. It's not overly crowded because it's you know theaters are still not 100, percent but like pretty crowded. And like 30 seconds or a minute goes by and people are just like, uh, you can sort of hear like rustling, and then like four different people like all kind of like sprint out of the theater or like you know go get help right. And this guy comes in like three or four minutes later. He's like, sorry, guys, we're working on it. I'm so sorry. Movie's still playing. Okay. And we're just sitting there. He's like, you know, if you have to go to the bathroom, now is a good time. And so a couple more people leave, whatever. And the movie's still playing. And the movie's still playing. And the movie's still playing. He's like on his walkie. And now we're like probably five minutes after he's come in, which means we're like eight to ten minutes since this started and like the movie's still playing and we're nearing the end of the movie kind of and it's the climax or whatever and like the sound is playing and we're like stop the movie he's like we're working on it i'm like how is that not like an immediate just like pause yeah or like kill the sound and still playing and they're like uh, he's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry for the inconvenience he's like they finally get it to stop and the crowd cheers okay and he's like okay so do you want to rewind it we're like yeah, fucking obviously. <laughs> so he's like, how far should we go back? They're like, uh, the scene in Alaska. And he's like, okay, cool. He's like, is this good? We're like, you didn't rewind it at all. It just was still exactly where it stopped. We're like, no. So he goes back like way too far, but it's fine. Because, oh, like, that's a very least... Rachel thing to do. Oh, I mean, God. it's so like he they yes. had to probably rewind like 12 minutes and then went back like 20 minutes. So it's not like insane, but it's like we have to rewatch a lot of it. That's Rachel's favorite thing to do to me. Ugh. And it's also, like, it's annoying because, like, there's a there's a value in rewatching movies, even, like, quickly. Like, oh, my God, I love that. I'm going to watch it again, whatever. But not when, like, what you just watched was <laughs> 10 minutes ago, right? Like, it's just, yeah. what? So it's playing, and the, the guy is like, you know, we're so sorry. Like, we're going to give out these comped passes or whatever. And to me, I'm like, that doesn't help me at all because I, I see movies. You have eight list anyways. anyways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of waiting for us to, like, come out of the auditorium and be like, I'm so sorry, here's your ticket, goes person to person while the movie is playing <laughs> and is, like, loud enough for me to hear in the middle of the auditorium, so sorry for the inconvenience, here's a ticket. So sorry for the inconvenience, thanks for being so cool about it. So sorry for the inconvenience, here's a ticket. Good for any movie. Just like, dude, any other time. So that takes him, like... I don't know, five or ten minutes to go, like the, you know, 150 people who well, were in there. Well, at least you'd already seen that part of the movie. I know. But, like, I'm just like, gee. Like, and so I tweet. I take a picture of the screen. And, yep. like, it's not really a spoiler. And I'm just like, you know, so much for we make movies better. And, again, AMC is like, oh, my God, we're so sorry. Please DM us. And so I DM them. I'm just like. It's the, the same fourth, fucking theater. It's too. the fourth time. <laughs> In a month, yeah, they had a pretty. Like, this is the biggest issue. They're like, or you know, that's obviously not our intention. We're so sorry about that. I'm like, okay, and they're like, uh, sorry, you know, I gave the ticket to Bob because we recorded a lottery pod. But I'm just like, I don't like. Again, I'm not saying that I should be like overly compensated for my time, but just like I don't know, kick me like a free popcorn or something. Yeah, right? dude, just like if they, if they were like, here's a soft pretzel and a popcorn. Next time you come to the movie, you'd be like, yep. okay, it's a little bit better, right? And yep. like, what's it gonna cost them? Thirty five cents? Like nothing. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, are you gonna ever go back to this? Like this AMC is. Cursed, I mean, I dude. went back. So so after I see Eternal, after I see Eternals, I go to another theater down the hall. I see Ghostbusters because they're re- like the old, the original Ghostbusters. Okay, cool. Because the new Ghostbusters is coming out. Fun, cool. There's five people in that theater. Went off without a hitch, even though there was like a four minute like 
Jason Reitman and Ivan Reitman, the new director and the original director, like father, son, like joking. And it's like, this is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. Just like, I remember being on set when dad was making this movie and just like, oh, I don't care at all about this. (laughs) But then I went back to the theater again on Saturday because why not? What else I got to do? And I saw Spencer, the new Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana movie. Fucking incredible. She's so good in it. The movie's great. I like this guy. Also made. She's great. She's great. Yeah. This guy also made Jackie with the you know the okay. Jackie Kennedy with yeah. Natalie Portman, which I also thought was great. And this guy also made a movie that came out last year called Ema, E-M-A or Emma, uh, which is a Spanish language sort of dance drama. It's also great. Like he's he's had three of the best leading performances I've seen in a movie like in a while. And this guy just keeps bringing them out. So shout out to Pablo Lorraine for making these work. So that's awesome. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it. I like Kristen Stewart. You know that we are Twilight fans. Yes. One other story. So on Saturday, Sunday, yeah. okay. Sunday, we streamed uh, Fast and Furious Spy Racers, The Rise of Shifter, the new in the racing yep. video game, yep. which we'll talk about in this episode. Not a separate episode. You'll know why in a little bit. Yeah. Duke dropped by very quickly before he went out with his family, and Alex was there, and Wells was there, and Justin was camping with his family. He couldn't go. But we had a couple people show up to watch this game i guess yeah whatever and then i went from there to a bar with to meet up uh, with a friend to watch football and we get to this bar 15 minutes before kickoff he's like i want to get there a little bit early we haven't been there i don't know the vibe i want to see if it's crowded or whatever we walk there and no one is there like there's an employee and then no customers that's kind of a good thing depending on what you want it's not bad but the guy's like, hey, guys, uh, what what games do you want to watch? We're like, oh, the Vikings and the Bills. He's like, cool, man. Here you go. And he puts them on. And then the bartender's like, do you want to listen to music or listen to the game? I'm like, I had no idea that I was going to have, like, such control oh, over yeah. how this played out. We're like, music, I guess? So we put it on. And then, you know, first half, great. Vikings joke in the second half and overtime. Yep. So that's exactly how it goes. But, yeah, it was fun. So football in public for the first time in a while. Also, booster shot coming tomorrow. So I am Good going to job. Be- I'm proud of Very you. That's that. awesome. You can add your uh, vaccination card to your Apple wallet now, too, by the way. Very, very cool. I am I going to do that. Morning. Yeah. Yeah. We have a Patreon page, Too Fast, TooForever.com. Shout out to Cassie Wilson, Jake Freer, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin Kleiman, Brian Rodriguez of High School Slumber Party. Haley Gerbys, Wes Hampton, Christian Larson, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden, Renato DiDonato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, still so weird to say that, and Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Montez. Thank you all so much for supporting the $5 a month level or above. Bonus episode coming within a week. Out now by the time you hear this on the main feed. New lap starting. Get your picks in. Too fast, too forever.com. Even a dollar a month gets you in the door, gets you all the bonus episodes. So Nice. Do that thing. Yeah. We have an email address, family at cageclub.me. And Joe, we have, I think, three emails, maybe four. We just got... Okay. Nice. We got a fourth email, so that's cool. First up, from Haley, subject line, hello. Hello. I hope that was a Seinfeld reference. You've seen that episode, right? Uh, hello. Which episode? They use the voice that they used to talk about, like, Jerry's girlfriend's stomach talks and at the night. Do you ever see this one? No, I haven't gotten there yet. Okay, cool. She says, hello, fam. How are you both? Just a quick message to say hello. Little update on life here in Oz. And she sends four messages. Cool. Four pictures that I'm going to send to you. That asshole who defrauded the company last year has been sentenced and is in prison where he belongs. Nice. 
Dylan and I got engaged. Still Congrats. sounds weird for me to say. She sends a picture of her ring. Looks good. I like it. Friday last week, we also picked up our new car, which we waited six months for, but it's totally worth it. I've been listening to the Baby Driver episode of the new car, and I love it. Well, thank you. This and new car thing is so cool. Good car. So this is a this is like oh fuck, I forget what she called it. It's it's a Toyota something, but they don't make them in America. It's kind of like a more sporty Rav Four. That's what it looks like, but it's like. I don't know. They they don't have this specific car in America. When she was like shopping for them, she was telling me that she was thinking about this. It's like this was one of her options, and I forget what the name of this is. But she like said it, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. She was like, it's a Toyota car. She's like, do you not have that? And I was like, we do not have that in America. Like not by that name at least. So yeah, it's pretty cool off roady thing. I like it a lot actually. I think it looks cooler than a Rav4. The thing on the side in the second picture, in the bigger picture, like that yes. black thing that's coming up, it looks yes. uh you know. Exhaust, yeah. I guess. No, it's. T- I don't think that that is. Is it? It looks like it's coming from the engine and it, like shoots out the top. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I want to know what that is. Don't know. She says the construction industry has gone batshit crazy. It's making work ten times harder than I'd like. Sorry. We managed to refinance the house. We're paying less on a mortgage. Winning. I just did the same thing, so congrats to you as well. That's awesome. We now also have summer on its way. I hate winter so much and would take a 40-degree day every day if I could. Well, you know, 40 degrees by you, a different than a 40-degree here, even That's though Joe is hot a metric. Fuck. 40, 40 is hot. 40 is like a 105 Fahrenheit. Yeah. I am so pro converting everything to the metric system. I fucking hate the imperial system. It's so stupid. As you know, my fridge is set in... Celsius, I would set all of my things in Celsius because Such why a not baby. just why? I don't know. I'm just I, I got nothing to say. So <laughs> yeah, okay. She says I've attached a couple of photos to the car and stuff as I wasn't sure if Joe would share them with you, Joey. No, he did not. He I likes not, to keep sorry. you all to himself. I do. Yeah. Keep the amazing episodes coming. They continue to put a smile on my face more often than they should. Speak soon, Haley. Well, thank you, Haley. Thanks and there's for also a picture again. of the cat too, George. Yeah, he's a cutie. He's a cutie. Next email. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, new listener? No, not new listener. This is from TeePublic, which I thought this was very funny. Okay. Um, because it's just – it's an automated thing. And it's – a subject line is re, like in reply to or regarding, earn a chance to be featured on the TeePublic homepage. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Okay. She says, hi, Too Fast, Too Forever. It's been a month since we last chatted. No, we've never talked to her. Never talked and to I her. And I wanted to check in with you and see how things are going with a hitting the goal of 100 total sales for the calendar year. Well, as we talked about, not well, <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> You still have a couple more months to hit 100 sales, which will get you a spot in our 2021 hot sellers feature on the homepage. I was like, oh, so this doesn't apply to us. Cool. Yeah. I forgot that I started this, but yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out to you, Hannah Sacco at T Public for sending that in. I also do want to say, though, that uh, Jerry just sent an email while we've been we, while we've been recording my first shirt ordered. Took advantage of a t-shirt for $13. Can't wait to it arrive. He got the Brian's Super, the new logo design. Ooh, on that's a, a good one. Asphalt gray, which is a perfect color. So shout yeah. out, Jerry. Thank you for kicking us a couple of bucks to support this obscene renewal fee. Which yes. And th- thank you. And happy birthday. His birthday was a couple days ago. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Jerry. Jerry. I saw on uh, Instagram, he posted a couple really cool pictures. So yeah, he looks like shout he, out went, to Jerry. Yeah, he had a nice dinner there, too. So in our last email today is from the man who showed up on Sunday with two minutes left of my stream. Mr. Wells, Lamont, <laughs> line. hey, everybody, he showed up after you left. I'm like, hey, yeah, Wells, I was like, like, I was cool. like, we're done with this. Right. And you're like, yep. And I was like, OK, cool. And then like, I go to pee and you send me a message like Wells is here. I was like, well, so after we did, we'll talk about the game, but after we finished the story and I was just doing some races, I was like, okay, this is going to be the last race and I got to go to the bar. And then like, as I'm like 
in the final lap, Well shows up. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing one more, one more lap. Yeah. One more race. Well says, can't wait for the FNF dock in 10 years or so. <laughs> there's a, there's like an eight hour documentary. That's also a huge book called Crystal Lake Memories, where they interviewed everybody from the Friday the 13th movies to like okay. what they thought about like making the movies. And like, that's different than this. Cause like with a few characters or a few actors that go to a couple movies, like it's largely entirely different casts. Yeah. So it's different from here, but there's still enough people that you could be like, hey, Chad Lindbergh, what was it like shooting the first movie? Hey, uh, Hector. Keiko Kitagawa, right? Yes, Hector, yeah. exactly. I'm jealous you guys have seen F9, F9 five times. I've only watched it twice. I'm about to buy the DVD soon and catch up with you guys. Well, I hope it's from Deals All Day at Rasputin. I do too. Go a little bit slower than we did, just yeah. as a recommendation. We'll talk about that in the back half, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Every time I watch 2F2F, it gets more and more ridiculous how they, A, had Brian say, I said, forget about it, cuh. Yeah. And B, how Singleton made it even weirder by zooming in on Brian's face as he says it. John, R.I.P. to the legend, Jeff thought he was making Brian cooler, but in reality, he was giving us a line that would live in infamy, and one of the reasons I fell in love with the film. I sent a meme to Joey the other day that was specifically that scene, and it was... When when the Packers asked Aaron Rodgers if he if he got vaccinated, and it's just forget about it, cuh. like. So, uh, hope you enjoy that joke as well. I'm at my parents' house talking to my mom, and long story short, she's telling me a story about how her family never had sweets or real butter, and her friend had real butter, so she'd eat it over at her house all the time, and blah blah blah. Who cares? So she's telling me the story, and she's like, I'd go over there. She had two refrigerators, a pantry full of snacks. There was food all over the place. I stopped her and said, <laughs> food all over the place? What does that mean? She said there were snacks and candy bowls in every room of the house. Ah, dude. That's so – I love the the food all over the place, like when people say – Joey's been telling me his boss has been saying things, and My he's getting My boss said food so all close. over the table and something all over the place. I don't remember what the other thing was, but I'm just like, oh. So close. In the past, I'm, like, I'm not week, talking to my boss about these things, right? So. Yeah, yeah. But he said like two things, and he's like messages me like he just said food all over the table. Like we were so so close to what he was about to say. And he was using the context of like when I used to go over to my grandparents' house, there was an expectation that when we walked in the door, they would want to feed us and give us food and drinks and whatever. Yes, yes. And there'd be food all over the table. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Perfect. So in his mind, positive thing. That means like welcoming, warm atmosphere. Yeah. Food provided by grandparents. Exactly. Whatever, right. As I'm watching 1F1F right now on HBO, it dawned on me why the why they killed Vince in 5F5F. They couldn't have the character still in the franchise who was known for dropping a hard F. That's, uh, maybe. I don't I don't think that's a huge deal, but I agree with you. I don't think it's a huge deal because it's not like he he didn't do Kramer on a stage. Even though the Kramer thing was apparently i don't know yes yeah i try to think about that because i love kramer so much but yes yeah it wasn't it wasn't him doing this as a person yeah it's not matt Scholes being like oh look at this f over here it's just yes. like yes it was saying a the lines that somebody else wrote right yes ja rule is responsible for like half the soundtrack of one f i just peeped it's definitely early 2000s for sure it is is there no rule about staying in your own lane in quarter-mile street racing? Because Dom was halfway in the next lane at one point. I dock him half a second, so I think Brian actually <laughs> should have won the race. I don't know. It seems like anytime you see, like, street race again, I, I've never been in the street racing world, but anytime that I've seen any videos of it, they kind of stay in their own lane, except in Fast and the Furious. I mean, it's usually a straightaway, like, quarter-mile straight-ahead race, right? Like, Yeah, and they take, like, the left lane and the right lane. Because also, you think about it, if you go out of your lane, you're driving further than you have to. Yeah, it's It's literally 
the, the quickest route is a straight line. Yes. Maybe he's doing it to, to make it harder for him. He's like, I'm so much faster than you. I'm going to go out of my lane. Yeah, well, and the, like, the no passing thing, like kind of blocking sure. them off. Like I get that when there was like four of them and they're kind of, you know, yeah. don't pass me. But He says, do they use F-bombs in all the movies? We talked about that a lot. Who gets the fuck? He says, there's no way I shouldn't know this, but I can't think of any right now. And I haven't watched any of them in a month or so, so I'm drawing a blank. Ja has a hard fuck you then that I feel was another thing that died after 1F1F, but I could be wrong. No, it's in every movie. Yeah, there's well, not every movie, but most there's movies. One, there's one that doesn't have one, but yeah, you get one fuck every movie. The Rock has one. The Rock in his first scene as Hobbs says, "Stay the fuck out of my way." Yeah, Rock, uh, Hobbs, and Shaw say, "No fucking way." I think there's one in F9 too. Helen Mirren in eight says, "I'm fucking thirsty." There you go. Yeah, who gets it in nine? I don't remember, but I heard it last time we were watching the movie. I have to go through my notes. But and then I think there's six, there's six seven, and nine that I can't think of right now. One of them, you're right, does not have it, but I can't remember which one that is. I think maybe four? It sounds like it would be maybe four. No, I, I, don't, I don't know if two or three. I, I'm thinking like since – I don't know. I have them in my notes. Yeah. I'm just not going to open it up. But yeah, no. Wells, like most of them have one because you get one. one in a PG-13 movie. And they're always And they're always like kind of like – it's not like, fuck you. It's like one like – Wait, you know the other thing way. that like you can say fuck you, but if you say I'm going to fuck you, yes, yes, it's 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 R automatically because yeah, it yeah. can't mean sex. Yes, so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I know. Says okay, bros. Hope all is well. I'm in the middle of catching up again. I fell behind, but I'll get back soon. I've been helping my sister move, and it's been chaotic. But anyway, I'll see you, bros, on the other side. Peace, anus, you anus peacers. Well, thank you, Wells. Good to hear from you as always, brother. I'm glad you're doing okay, and um. Good luck helping your sister finish moving. Yeah, and if you want to email in family at cageclub.me, we'll read it on the next episode with an intro, which will be The Fast and the Furious, Lap 10. Also, by the way, we, we said happy birthday to Jerry. I think um, Justin just had a birthday, too, because he bought a bunch of new coffee machines. He was sending me pictures of the a new coffee A bunch machine. of new machines? <laughs> a bunch meaning two. He bought two new espresso makers and i think he said he bought them for his 40th birthday or his wife said he bought them for his 40th birthday it's really cool actually it's this like espresso maker that's like a hand pump it looks like a beats pill you know what i'm talking about yep mm -hmm. like the speaker yeah and you like pump it on the side with your hand and it like you put the water and the beans in and then you just like pump this thing and i was like oh that's really interesting i wonder how it works and he's like here and he sent me a video of like him pumping the coffee to show me how it worked. Uh, so happy birthday, Justin, if it was your birthday. And I think it was. So happy birthday. I know that they were taking one more. I don't think I don't, it might have been for his birthday, but I know that he he emailed to say about spy races. He wasn't going to make the stream because they were trying to do one more camping trip before it got like too cold. Yeah. And I told you that I told him, I'm like, how can you deprive Hank of his favorite thing in the world, <laughs> the spy racers? And he just laughed. But I yes. hope you had a nice camping trip and a happy birthday if it was. So it was. Yeah, I think so. Joe. On the streets, news about the fast. Oh, too oh. fast. You've ever shop. Also do that. But on the streets, news <laughs> about fast. I got so much. Okay, so first off, hold on. We got to do. There's one gigantic news piece. We got to break down yes. in monumental detail this goddamn post. Vin Diesel Instagram post. I was actually just um, guesting on uh, my friend's podcast, The Wolves whole lot uh -huh. of wolves about the soccer mm -hmm. team and one of the last things he asked me was talking about this and i was like joey and i have not discussed it yet on our show but it will come out soon and i talked about my thoughts there too but go ahead i'm gonna read this on the 7th when was this this was sunday within yes. 10 minutes we had been sent by both lane and mike manzi you should go check out vin diesel's 
Instagram. So Vin posts on Instagram, my little brother Dwayne, the time has come. So first off, kind of condescending. My little brother Dwayne. Kind of condescending, little bit, just just a bit, just a little bit. Very condescending, especially that's how you begin. Yeah. The world awaits the finale of Fast 10, which does that mean that is going to be 10-1 and 10-2? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it As, means that there's one. What do you mean? Well, because there's two movies left. We know there's two movies left. <laughs> I think that he's just considering it one one piece, one art piece, and if they happen to split it into two, that's doesn't matter to him. Okay. So he, okay. Okay. He is an artist. Yeah, it's 10-1-10-2. I think that, yes, I'm, I'm agreeing with what you first said, yes. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. Well, they ain't his real kids because it should be Uncle Dewey, but fine. I'm also thinking about in ha- in in Furious 7, where Hobbs' daughter's like, my dad says, my dad says he kicked your ass. And I'm just thinking about, like, Vin Diesel's kids, like, my dad says. <laughs> he's taller he's, than you. <laughs> he's taller than you. There's not a holiday that goes by that they that they and you don't send well wishes, dot, dot, dot. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I think he's implying, which is really fucking awesome, that The Rock, even if he is in an actual feud with, with Vin Diesel, that The Rock is still friendly and amicable to Vin Diesel's kids, Yep. which is awesome. Because it has nothing to do with them, and it's awesome that he's still friendly with them. Good for yep. him. Which I think kind of proves, you know, <laughs> some things yeah. that we're not... Yes, but yes. Yeah. Legacy awaits. I told you years <laughs> ago I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. I guess that's Paul, Paul. Walker? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in the finale. That is 10! Exclamation point. <laughs> I say this out of love, dot, 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 but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise <laughs> idle... You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. Double negative. We'll let that go. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. End of post. (sighs) So it starts condescending. It ends condescending. In the middle is sweet with earnest pleas, but... That this feels like a po- this again. We were just talking about Donald Glover with the Atlanta shit. This feels like a post that he's like he was kind of drunk and was like, you know what, I'll fix this. And you're like, probably not the right way to do it, but okay. So I post this on Instagram. I just post a screenshot. Yeah. And then I add a poll, and I say, do you think yes this is manufactured, like I've been saying, and that you joined in? Yeah. Or do they actually hate each other? And we got 20 responses, evenly split down the middle, 10 and 10. Which, again, <laughs> yeah, goes 50, to prove 50. that every poll we do, no matter where we do it, is going to be a 50-50 split. No matter what. No matter, absolutely no matter what, it's always a 50-50 split. I think that just means that nobody knows. Like, so obviously, at the end of 9, in the credits, Shaw shows up. Shaw has to show up. The whole thing is Shaw shows up for Han. Yes. Right? It's weird if Shaw's there and Hobbs is not there, but I also can understand that. It's it's a little weird to bring one back and not the other. I I agree, a little, but not not out of the world. Shaw's more linked. I agree, but this, I still think. I mean, this is you were saying that this is like written like a wrestling heel. Yes, we've always said you know that was part of this theory. The Rock comes from the wrestling world. Vin loves Dungeons and Dragons and 
character, you know, playing along these lines. Um, it's not far-fetched to imagine that they could, you know, start a fake feud. But this definitely reads, like, heel, bad guy, level, wrestling promotion. Like, so who's you know, the bad guy here? You think Vin is playing the bad guy? I think Vin is playing heel, yeah. and Because okay. it reads, like, look, I'm going to do you a favor. You know what I mean? Like, I'll give you a shot at the title. Like, these kind of things, right? Okay. Okay. Like, like, you don't deserve it, but I'll give you a shot at the title, and, like, we'll prove once and for all that I'm the best. Like, that's, like, this is how this all kind of happens, right? And it feel it reads so much like that to me that I'm like, please be that, because the other alternative is something so much greater <laughs> that I don't want to think about. Greater in the bigger sense, not greater in the well. I mean, I guess it depends. Little on how you little think brother, about it. little brother, rise. Little to the brother, occasion. rise to the occasion. Yes, he's implying man up, and he also put himself on a higher. Like I mm-hmm. am the bigger man in this. You stepped down. You stepped away. You need yes. to fix what you did wrong. Fulfill your destiny, not mine, because he really needs him to do F ten, right? I think so. I still it was it would just be so weird. I don't think I don't think Vin needs the rock. I think the franchise needs Hobbs. I agree. That's a very good way to put it, and I fully agree with that. Yeah. And I think synonymously, Vin is the franchise, Dom is the franchise, and so in that sense, yes, Vin does need the rock. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he can write a story that doesn't have Hobbs in it. That's the other part of this. That like I think he's gotten to a point where like he's thought it out and is just like there's no way that this can end and just like Hobbs is dicking around with Shaw and we don't address it at all. Like it can't, it can't end like that. Like it's just right. going to be bad. I mean, we talked about last week that Hobbs has a, you know, the rock has this idea for Hobbs and Shaw too. Hobbs retires or dies or something. Who knows? Right. He said but he had like, a grand walks off into the sunset is what he said. Yeah. I still think this is all calculated that it was like, you know, candy ass, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yep. 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 At first, I was like, oh, this is crazy. And then, like, thinking about, it, you know, six months, a year into the podcast, whatever. So now, for a couple of years now, I've been like, no. I mean, it has to be because it's too perfectly set up to not be. Yeah. Yeah. And I also – so now I'm really curious to see how it plays out. I'm so invested in this theory like you. Like I said, we've been talking about it so much that I'm curious to see if they do a, oh, we're on set together. If they do a surprise, he's in the movie we didn't tell anyone. You know what I mean? Kind of like a Kevin Hart thing. You said Letty's still alive at the end. Oh, of- so we were surprised in Hobbs and Shaw when Kevin Hart was in the movie. We were surprised yes. when Ryan Reynolds was in the movie. Yes, those both felt like how did they do that? We were surprised by the fact that we had not heard that Shaw was in nine in the credits. So yeah, yeah, yeah. they're still even in the age of social media and paparazzi and everything is spoiled by Screen Rant or whatever. There's still room for surprise. I think they could hold it until that, like, opening weekend. I don't think, like, it can't be The Rock is on set for six months while they're shooting the movie. But I also, it's hard because, like, if they're shooting, and I think, I don't remember for sure, if they're shooting 10-1 and 10-2 together, like they did, I think, with maybe Endgame and Infinity War or, like, the you know, whatever, like, where they're just, like, yeah. we're taking the gear and we're shooting both movies, like the Matrix movies or whatever. It's hard to have the rock play a significant role without the world being like oh yeah he's on set yeah because he's gonna be like oh well he's not in wwe and he's not and a young rock Mm -hmm. and like 
He's not lift like his his gym changed. He's not at home doing cheat days. Like somebody's gonna figure it out. So, right. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see though. But that was the big one. I'm still optimistic. I still think yeah. it's. But yeah, I mean that's it's what we want. It's maybe not how I would have liked to have seen it happen, <laughs> but it's what I want. So he needs to be happen. back. So yes, if if anything, this is just ultimately what we do want. The end gate. The end goal is to have the like to have Hobbs yes. intent. Yeah. So fu- I don't care how the fuck you get there. Just do it. So I yeah I want the best. And I mean, we talked about this a little bit, not specifically, not with not with specifics with Mary Jo last episode, but. I want the best story possible, and the best story possible includes Hobbs. Yep, I agree. In whatever capacity. Yep. Speaking of Dwayne Johnson, the week of 12-13 Young Rock Holiday Special. Which is right up your – Joey loves Christmas specials of things. Love a holiday special. He does. Love a holiday episode. Love a Halloween episode. Oh, you like – okay, so you like all any, themed Anything. Holiday. Like a community, community did like a bunch of different episodes yep. every year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, 100%. My birthday week – Week of the 13th, so we'll do a little bit, not do an episode on it, but we'll cover that in whatever episode comes out the following week. Does that mean a new season or just one no, special? No, no, no. NBC is doing like two or three or four shows where they're doing like a standoff. I mean, there is a second season coming. Okay. But in December, there's like two or three or four shows that are all going to have like single One-off. standalone holiday thing. Okay, that's cool. Don't know if it's half hour, hour. We'll find out in a month. Yeah. Also, Dwayne Johnson, in the wake of the tragedy after on the side of Rust, uh, Dwayne Johnson pledges to stop using real guns on his productions, which I think is very cool. Yeah, that was really fucked. And, like, I don't know why you need real guns or live ammo on a movie set ever. I thought the same thing. I was like, <laughs> how is this not – how are we not using prop guns? I have no idea. I mean, like – or just no ammo. Well, I you need I think for I don't know I don't know anything I don't know shit about guns I know less about guns than I know about cars like blanks for sound is that what you're trying to say and like actual like to see the gun like explode or whatever like I think you need stuff I mean I know blanks can also like hurt people too right like I don't yeah again don't know how that happens why are we using real guns and why are there real bullets anywhere near those real guns exactly uh in the world of cgi like what are you accomplishing that you can't accomplish with cgi at this point like just like it's like this is the the thing that's like if you can save a kid would you not do the one thing to save a kid like if we could save one person on a movie set yeah it, it, like it, i granted it's it never gonna happen but if it happens once you're like you killed somebody yep. on a movie set so like let's yep. never do that again and i think that's what's i think that's where we're getting and i think you know Individual people like The Rock coming out saying, or Dwayne Johnson saying, yeah, none on my sets. Of, and he, yeah, he can kind of like, yep, yep, yeah, like steer them into this. I agree. Another bit of news Gal Gadot playing the evil queen in Disney's live action Snow White. Oh, interesting. Man, it's going to be very difficult to find a fairer woman than Gal Gadot. You know, mirror, mirror on the wall. I, it's like, yeah, no, it, it, mirror, she's like, no, yeah, it's still you, Gal. Like, it's still. You're still the fairest. That is Snow White, right? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah, who's the fairest of them all? Yeah, Snow White. So yeah, yeah. so just to find someone who's fairer than Gal Gadot, it's like, eh, good luck. The other thing in this, this I, I think now might make the most sense to talk about it. Now available digitally and disc wise, Spy Racers: The Rise of Shifter video game. Yeah, it's forty dollars. It's yeah. available. Uh, thank you to our patrons for supporting us so that I could use Research. that money to buy this game. Yes. Joe, Joe, what are your thoughts on it? I think that it gave me big 
Cruising USA vibes. Sure. Wes and you and I have talked about Cruising USA. I forgot that they had kept making them. Like I didn't. Yeah, there's know a new they... one that just came out. Yeah. Yes. I don't say that as a compliment to it. No. Like I remember playing Cruising USA, like the very first one, when you know there was very limited racing games out compared to now. Graphics weren't very good, and it's you know kind of repetitive. You would get new paint jobs on your cars, and that's how they would like get faster. Kind of had the same feel here. So this came out on Friday. Yeah. The same day that Forza Horizon 5 <laughs> yes. came out yeah. on early access for if you pre-ordered certain versions, which yeah. is now out for everybody. And I, ha- I was like, I, I know you're not going to, I don't want you to actually watch my Twitch stream on Forza Horizon, but I was just like, just watch for like a minute just to see, because I, this, I know this isn't everything, but the Forza Horizon 5 game file is 114 gigabytes. Yes. Yes. Fast and Furious Rise of or Spy Racers Rise of Shifter is 2.93 gigabytes. Yeah. And I know that's not everything because some of the my favorite game like Spelunky is like 280 megs, right? Like it's tiny. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In a car racing game, there's a difference. We loved talking to Andy Tudor last year. The Fast and Furious um, Crossroads, Crossroads game yep. was panned by many critics for not being a great game. But what I what we genuinely I think. Any Fast and Furious actual fan will not be able to argue is that the story was interesting. It was canonically in the universe. They got actors to do the things. And like yes. it, it told the story. There were cutscenes. It looked good. Um, you know, the racing was – I've played better racing games. Other, other Car games, games, yeah. But it was interesting and had a story and was like, you know, five or six hours long. It was It was, It was. was like a, a like a little – like a side series or like a, you know, spin-off yeah. movie type situation. And from that, I can say nothing bad about it. It was cool in that sense for sure. This game, there is – you're in the Spy Racers Hangout in the lobby, which you yes. can't explore. It's just the menu. Just the and menu. And then the story, quote-unquote story – is four Grand Prix, just like in Mario Kart, with four races each. Yeah. And then one single race in VR. And before each, there's a 30-second cutscene. Not even a cutscene, just voiceover, where Ms. Nowhere is just like, well, here's where we are. And you have to, like, this time you're racing this guy. And all the guys are in every race, but you just have to beat the one for that Grand Prix that's kind of like the... Like, Shashi is like the main guy you race at the end, right? But he's Correct. in yes. every fucking Grand Prix race. Like, they don't add yes. Shashi at the end. There are 10 racers in the game, and every race has 10 racers. Yes. They're just like, you focus on a different one each time. It's yeah. just like a powerful version of that one. In the story, which is, again, strong word. Very, very spot, loose. By tournament or whatever they call it. Yeah. You can only play as one of the four main characters. You can play as Tony or Layla or Echo or Cisco. Yeah. And you can unlock with coins that you earn for winning races, Raffaella and Shashi. Shashi and other people and whatever. Bone cru- what Bone Crusher? I don't know. Bone that Crusher, yeah. you know, amp, mega mega amp or whatever. Yeah. But you can't race with them in the main thing. So like you can race with them in other things. And like every racer has like a power up, which is actually kind of cool. Like it, it, it adds differentiation. Like there's different they have speeds and handling or whatever. And I was saying to you, like you were just watching me play, but like 
they do handle a little bit differently, but it would be cool to be like, oh, here is whatever. But in all these races, like, it's like, okay, like you were saying, Rafaela is the one that we're taking down this time, but you're also racing against Echo and stuff, and, like, she's oh, trying to fuck you yes. up. It's, it's yes, so this, weird. This is the thing. They, they, they say it's like all the spy racers have gotten into the Grand Prix, and they're working together to win this fake supercar, like this the shadow car. The shifter car. I think, uh, well, there's an achievement for winning a race in the shifter car, and I don't know, but that's also just Raphaela's car. Maybe there's a shadow car. I don't know. Yeah, they're like, because I think that's the one that Shashi has at the end. So they're like, yeah, you're racing to this, and, like, you guys can band together and, like, win these races. But the AI is fucking you up. It's not like you guys are a team working Yeah, it's not like, yeah, exactly. It's not like in uh, the Tour de France where they're like, okay, we're going to, like, basically let Lance Armstrong draft off of us to, like, let him rest and then, like, you know, accelerate or whatever when he needs to. As a this team. is like, yeah, yeah no, we're going to shoot you with paintballs because that's what the game is meant to do. It's just like, uh, what? Yeah, so it's a free-for-all. It, it, it plays like a Mario Kart. Yes, exactly, but a uh, bad Mario Kart. Yeah. Um, the game is, you can do all of the story, the entire story, which is 17 races, in about uh, an hour 45 and that's then I play for about another yeah. hour or so to get all the achievements. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm done. The worst part, though. Go ahead. And I don't want to be critical, but, like, this is, like, this disappointed me as a fan of the franchise. And I think you, too, where it's just, like, it's such a shitty cash grab. Yeah. Which people said about Crossroads. A lot of people said this about Crossroads. But I will defend Crossroads forever. I will defend that Crossroads had an idea and you might not liked what it was doing. But it had intention. Yes. This feels like they put a Spy Racer skin on a game that existed, created nothing new. They shot four cutscenes. Oh, the other thing is, so like we're talking about this. They yeah, had like that, this is what I was building up to. The worst part of the game. Go ahead. Yeah. The wor- I hope that we're on the same page. The worst part of the game is that they do have voiceovers from mm-hmm. the characters. Yep. But it's one phrase. Yes, and I don't Kirk remember, Kirk. even though I heard Tony oh, I have say the notes. his. I have the notes. Hold on. I have them. It's basically the Kirk Cousins, you like that, but, like, good or bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Tony just says, ha, jealous. Yes. Whether he does a thing or gets hit by a thing. Doesn't matter. Ha, jealous. Because it's like Mario Kart, where instead of shells, there's, like, paintballs. Yeah. And instead of, like, the blue shell, one of the racers has a thing that, like, no matter where they are on the track, you can hit the guy in first with the, with the paintball. So, like, I'm half a lap ahead in the three-lap race, and then I get hit by paintballs with nobody even remotely near me, because, like, the game's like, yeah, you're too far ahead. Yep. Every time. But getting hit, Tony would still say, ha, jealous. Like, no. Not, not, not jealous. No. Yeah, so they had so they had one that they say during the race, and it, like, repeats it, like, on loop over and yes. over and over again. Yes. And then there's one when you win, a, when you just finish a race, and he says, like, that's racing Toretto style. Echo says, yeah, this is dope. If she's getting hit or doing things, doesn't yep. matter. And then she says, oh, snap at the end. Snap mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end. Layla says bye-bye, whether she's getting past or passing someone. Doesn't matter. Which is, you know, that is a reflexive. That can go either way. So, you know, not good, but at least it's understandable. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. She's and just then, being friendly. Just being friendly. And then when she finishes, she says, told you I was the best. Cisco, now they splurge a little bit here. Cisco oh, yeah. has a few. He says, this could be my best race, whether yep. you're in first or last. Doesn't matter. 
he says, yeah, son, yeah, boy, and then, oh, no. Which, again, not a lot, but more than everybody else combined, right? When, so. when we heard, like, you picked Cisco last, too, and when we heard them, we were like, oh, God, finally, they have more than one exclamation. We said, yeah, boy, and yeah, son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it happened, I said, this yeah. might be their best race yet. Exactly. <sighs> so, don't buy this game. It's short. There's nothing it's to not add. good. There's, There's nothing, nothing to, add. to add. Yeah. Again, I would say... If you're interested in the story, we did an episode, we talked to Andy Tudor. Even if we didn't talk to Andy Tudor, I still think the playing crosswords or watching a walkthrough on YouTube, like a playthrough, is worth the time. Is yeah. worth it. This is not. Um, also, this game was made by 3D Clouds. .it, an Italian company. An Italian company. And um, as we were playing, Alex, Alex was with us, and he was watching along, and he and I are, you know, Googling through 3D Clouds. The, my favorite part of it is if you want to Google 3dclouds.it, they're all wearing um, aprons in the picture that they took to show their video game making studio. Why they're wearing aprons, I have no idea. What are they crafting? What are they making, cooking? I don't know. But it pretty much sums up what I feel about that going on and they also made some other games and we found one that looked pretty much identical to what spy racers was so it seems like they kind of just rendered the cars from spy racers and put it in whatever engine that they had made for this game so also the first credit in the closing credits scroll is the first four the first four credits if the ceo and then it's a couple of things other jobs he's had it's just like okay yeah it's like him ceo him producer him something Anyway. There you go. That's all you need to know about Rise of Shifter. So the only thing to do before we take a break is the Too Fast, unless there's any other news that you've seen, but I don't no. think there, we talked about that. That's the longest news segment I think we've ever had. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a deep Worth dive, it. for sure, yeah. But Too Fast, Too Furious, Minute, Minute 35, Minute I Called, Put Your Blouse Back On. That's a good title. Look in the center. Look in the center. What? Cha-ching. Now put your blouse back on. Hater. Shit. Don't let him get away. Not a problem. <laughs> Sit on it, Fonzie. Woo! The hell? Ah, oh, shit, cop. What the hell are they doing here? Whoa, no! Time to go. So in this minute, Brian and Roman walk over to Carter Verone's car. Roman takes his shirt off and punches out Carter's window. Brian opens the unlocked car door. Brian searches Carter's car for the package and, on Roman's suggestion, finds it in the center console. As Brian and Roman get back to their cars, Fonzie and Fabio show up. Brian and Roman taunt them, and Fabio pulls a gun. Agent Markham and one other officer, maybe Dunn, it's hard to tell, show up too, and Roman opens fire on them, and then Brian and Roman drive off as the minute ends. So unlike the last minute where we were in computer screen, deep, deep, deep into that, mm-hmm. here it's kind of an unremarkable minute, but what did yeah. you notice here? What's going on in this minute? I got some of the cars that I was fascinated by in the background that are also parked near this thing. 
Um, you have Carter Verone. He has a Ferrari. There's a 76 Cadillac Eldorado in the background that I never noticed before. And then the cop cars come up. One of the main things I did, which was funny that we got off on a tangent about guns in the set, is I found all of the guns that they had in this scene. The gun that Fabio draws. Yeah. Also, like, later is used in the movie by Carter's henchman Enrique. Okay. It winds up with Brian at some point. He uses it to shoot Carter at the end of the movie. This same gun, because it's like... So on the movie gun database, there's like a guy there that like apparently has like one of these, he's like one of these uh, firearms consultants, right? And he says like all these guns, like these are the ones that I know that came from me. And here's like, you know, individual pictures of them and stuff like that. But he later used it in the movie Takers, which also features Paul Walker, which I thought was cool. That comes back. And, you know, there's, there's more info in the thing of the movie firearm database. And then I just got the other ones, what Agent Markham has and what Roman's using. So it's cool to just check those out. But that was pretty much the extent of what I could uh, do here. How about you, my friend? Roman fires so many gunshots. I tried to count, but like it cuts between different things. The sound kind of gets muddied. It's about 12, which is a lot. It pierces the windshield and the tire. So that's, you know, kind of crazy. We see some of Roman's tattoos. I don't know if they're Tyrese's tattoos or Roman's tattoos. Yeah. Got a tattoo on his upper left arm, his left forearm, his left abdomen, his right shoulder. The song that kicks in here is The Cops Interfere off the score by David Arnold, which is cool. The trivia question I had, I just crossed out because I remember we had the trivia question from earlier. So the one that I had written down was who fires the first gunshot. I think that's obvious. I think people are going to remember it's Roman. But earlier, we had several an minutes idea. Ago, yes. You had the idea. And we're like, as long as we remember. And I did remember. You, you said as long as we remember. So we got it. A couple of minutes ago, you said... Let's ask the question, where does Carter say the package is located? And he says in the glove box. Yes. But this question is, where is the hidden item actually found in Carter Verone's impounded car? Same answers, center console, glove box, trunk, and under the driver's seat. But the answer is, like Roman says, in the center console. Check the center console after Brian looks in the glove box as he was appropriately told to do. Yep. That's a great question. I think it's the perfect compliment. Um, there's lots of red herrings along the way. I think I, I would remember it was in the center console. Like, yeah. I remember he, like, reaches in the middle. Like, it's not in the glove box. So. The confusing thing is that when you're taking the quiz and... You read this one, and then you read the next one, then you read back the other one, then you right. start confusing yourself. Yes. And you remember the scene, and you're like, well, Brian opens the glove box, but it then... Roman tells him to check the console and yep. would Roman say check the console because he would be wrong and Brian would look in the glove box which order does it happen in I also do want to say that I like uh, Roman or Brian calling Roman shirt a blouse which is where the minute comes from that is cool and then Roman just saying hater which is pretty funny yeah but Roman Roman acts with the confidence in this scene like the recklessness of him you know Brian's taunting Fonzie and Fabio but then Roman opening fire on these cops is just, it's, it's still crazy to me. I mean, you know, later he logics it out that he's like, I had to look like a criminal. Like I was kind of, but again, live rounds that don't fire on the, co- like, what was he going to do? Get arrested, right? Like, yeah, we'll get to that fight scene 
later, but it's still kind of wild. Like, why would you, like, like, not only, like, why would you ever fire on cops? Probably, like, the worst idea you could probably ever do, right? Yep. And second is, like, why would you fire on cops that you know and are working with? Exactly. It's even worse. Essentially just come from a meeting with. With these cops, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, because you could take the arrest and be like, oh, man, they caught us driving. And, like, then you get out of it, right? Like, that's that's the whole point. You know them. So they're going to be like, okay, you're going to jail. And, like, you have to post bail. And then you post post bail, in quotation marks, and then, like, come out. And they're like, yeah, they caught us for reckless driving. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Shooting at them is not the right answer. Yeah. Romey Rome. Anything else to say about this minute? Uh, no. I think that, I think we covered everything, like... I know that that feels weird because we did such a deep dive last time, but um, I think we covered everything that we. Could well, we're going to be on the move again in the next minute, right? Because they're all yeah. in their cars driving away, and yep. so we haven't changed places yet. We are all in the same place. Yes. Well, Joe, let's take a break and let's come back and let's talk about lap nine as we reflect, as we tune up, relap, and recap the lap that was lap nine. Number 209 and three quarters. Perfect. The recap. Relap of lap nine. This episode is brought to you by Jacob's Carports. They have been in the carport business for over 20 years. They have the knowledge and expertise to help you figure out which product fits your specific situation. So if you need to build a garage, call Jacob's Carports. Well, shout out to Jacob's Carports once again. Welcome back to Too Fast, Too Forever. We are coming live from Buddy's, Buddy's Garage. Buddy's Garage, yeah. I was saying to you that like every the art which the art is now in megaphone. I don't know if it shows up in the in the podcast players. I don't know, but I upload to megaphone every time now, which is the the podcasting host that we use. Yeah, yeah. A square image. The Instagram art is also associated. So like on Spotify and on megaphone, if you're listening, I don't know if it shows up in Apple or anywhere else, but get a unique episode art. Yes, and so for each of the tune up relap recaps, we have been coming live from a different place. And I'm like, well, there's only nine movies. What are we going to do now? And this really technically should have been Hobbs and Shaw, whatever, but I still want to do Buddy because this is, for better or worse, the lap nine or the, the F9. F9 lap, lap nine. Right? Yeah. yeah. But you're like, oh, we'll just do other garages. I'm like, okay, yeah. So it's going to be loosey-goosey from now on. Maybe the next one is Jonah. Who knows? But lap nine, the lap that will forever be known as the lap we finally saw F9 and then saw F9, and then saw F9, and then <laughs> yes. saw F9. Yes. A whole lot. I a will say... Lot. A lot. Too much. Even for us, it was it was quite a, quite a bit of F9. So we watched F9 on June 24th, 25th. 24th. June okay. 24th is a Thursday. That's when we watched it, right? Okay. We did the episode a couple days later, and then we had Fast and Furious with SEMO. Then we had F9 again. So two weeks later, we watched it. Out now with Aaron and Abe. Out now with, well, we didn't watch it again. We talked about it again. Yes, that same weekend, for sure. And then we did one, two, three. We somehow did four weeks later. I don't know why it took so long that time. And we had to wait for it to come out on on, uh, 
on yes. video yes. on VOD yes. for Kara. That's what it was. Yep. So that's why we waited four whole weeks to yeah. talk about it with Kara. Oof, it was, it was a drought there for a second. Two weeks later, we talked about it with Nico and Kevo. Yep. And then three weeks later, we talked about it with Heather Antos. And then eight weeks later, a whole long reprieve. We talked about it last week with Mary Jo Peel. So six times in three, uh, four, four and a half months. Four months. Yeah, four months. It's a lot of times. It was a lot of times. It was definitely a lot of times. I remember a lot of F9. Just cause so, Joe, been... what do we learn? I the, the real question is... We have to, we don't have to, but we have to in theory. We have to talk about it with Mike. We have to talk about it with Kara. Yeah. We have to talk about it with Nico and Kevo. Yeah. We have to talk about it with Heather. At yeah. some point soon, Brian will have seen it all, right? Like, yeah. we're going to have to watch it, each new movie, and we're also going to do our own. And we can also factor it into the lap. How do we do this better? Because, like, what? Not burnout on the podcast, burnout on F9. Like, how do we not get tired of watching F9? I think that the the lab themes are always an interesting perspective, and they're always broad enough to recontextualize and re-perceive what the movie is from a different perspective. Sure. No, I agree with that. But, like, in terms of actual logistical scheduling, how do we do this in future laps where we have to watch Fast and Furious 10 Part 1 five times in a lap? Or do we just have to – it's a bullet that we have to bite? I think that I think that it is the bullet that we have to – to, to bite i but i don't know i maybe we can kind of stretch it over two laps or something maybe like a mega episode where it's like everybody gets like their own 30 minutes type situation i don't i don't know that that's fair i think that people you know we'll see i'm unsure i because like ultimately like the best thing would have be like a round table everyone together sure and just be like, these are our thoughts. And you just, like, pitch the thing, and then everybody gets a chance to talk. Then we keep going and go off on tangents. Logistically, that's impossible. Yeah. And also, I just don't think that'd be fun for anybody, let alone me, the editor. But- yes. Yeah. No, I. but, like, yeah, every aspect of the logistics, like, getting everyone together at the same time, all these things. Yep. Yep. Like, you know, do, like, a Comic-Con panel. That would be the ultimate way to do it. Um, yeah, I think we have to just continue on like we were doing, but I think that maybe splitting them and dragging it longer would be a smarter idea. Because, you know, we also, it, it kind of makes sense to savor it as well, right? Like I agree, yeah. This was our first experience with an in-canon franchise release. Well, because, yeah, because we, we did it with, we had Hobbs and Shaw here, but we also didn't, we weren't at the deep point, enough, yeah. Yes, where we had enough people who needed to watch it with us, quote unquote, needed to watch it with us. You know what I mean? So yes, yeah. This is this is a different situation, but it's one that we're going to have now for every movie because we've watched every movie with a lot four of people. different people, and I'm I'm counting Nico and Kevo as one for scheduling, right? And then Brian will soon be too. Yeah, so it'll get there. But yeah, so thoughts about this lap, the modern car movie lap movies that featured a car or, you know, transportation or whatever. Since the year 2001, thoughts, high moments, low moments, favorite things, least favorite things. What you got? Reflecting back, relap, recap me. We did a lot of fun car movies. I I think watching this actually gave me greater appreciation for the classic car movie lap. Even though you've established on a recent episode that you are a basic bitch that likes the new Candyman better than the original Candyman. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, you know, Gemini nature, man, it plays mm-hmm. one way one day, one way the other day. We did a lot of great movies this lap. There's a lot of 
modern car movies that I enjoy, I found a lot more gems, and I don't know if it's just because I'd see, like I hadn't seen as many of them or what, but I found the classic car movie lap to be more impressive on okay. me sure. in the sense that like something like lasting memories of like oh like this was something that I missed and is awesome because you know like I kind of grew up with these ones so reflecting back on it that's kind of how I feel I think we had even beyond like classic car movies I think we had some great guests this lap though like we did some of the best episodes we've ever put out I think that came in this lap along like down the line like some just great great guests and great episodes and tons of new interesting perspectives and f9 definitely gave us a whole new breath of things to think about and talk about i think it's the best the best lab we ever did in that sense for sure yeah somebody who i think matches our enthusiasm our passion in different ways but mark hoffmeyer who just did his whole thing on cliffhanger like yep i was sort of joking but also serious like just all the movies that he's doing these great you know crazy reddit or twitter deep dive graphic infographic whatever things on like yeah they're all in the vein of what we do here so he was great you know simo trying to live up to that hype was a lot of fun mary joe last episode mary joe last episode getting awesome. garrett smith officially cemented as fan favorite garrett smith right yeah, Garrett's always a great time, too. Like, it's just down the line, man. I think that these were, like, some of the greatest conversations we've had. Like, they really Tori, were. great. Drea, great. Aaron, great. Yeah. Chewie, great. Drea, yeah. Holy shit. That was a good episode, too. She's awesome. My podcasting co-host over on How to Win the Lottery, Bob, coming in for Bob Need for in. Speed. Yep. It was a star-studded event, for sure. Because what I also do like about the overwhelming amount of F9 is that it gives us a reason. I mean, we're going to have every lap we're gonna have brian and mike on a couple times but it's like oh here's another one on top of that to you know to talk about you people are like have nico keva back have heather back have kara back like you know people that we've had on a bunch but like there's a reason like you know you're contractually obligated to do this thing right so yeah exactly yeah do you have a favorite pit stop movie that we did this lap you want to you want to you want to refresh do you want a yeah, reminder of what we did so from the beginning in lap nine we have need for speed which is nick pa- nick's patron pick then we had Bumblebee. Need for Speed was a slept-on movie. That was actually a really big surprise. Like, like I said it on the episode. That was one that like, I told my friends, like, I don't know how the fuck we missed this. That was probably my sleeper pick. But go ahead. Even off the jump. Go ahead. Image and Poots fan club. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Bumblebee. Yep. Patreon bonus episode for Torque, which we are all just like, mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. Cars, Patreon bonus episode with the Tokyo Mater short. Yeah. 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 Ka-chow. Ka-chow. Burnout or Borning, Larson's patron pick. Yeah, which was interesting. Definitely something I'm glad that I watched. Mad Max Fury Road, a one that I didn't excellent. have an original thing, so I was just like, I just talked about that with Charlize, but, you know. It's excellent. Yeah, it's just excellent. a great movie. Uh, the weirdest one we watched all lap, Holy Motors, bonus episode, Patreon. Holy Motors, yeah. Yeah, definitely weird. Definitely, yep. definitely weird. Yep. That's the one with the gremlin in the... In the... the gremlin? I mean, the guy that, like, bit the... Yeah. Yeah, yes, all this yes. thing. Mrs. Ryan Gosling. Yes, correct. Ava Mendez. Yeah. Monica Fuentes. Yeah, that was that's a movie that's stuck in my head. Like, yeah. I there's parts of that movie I will never unsee. Uh, then we had, of course, because it is a month of the year, we had Fast and Furious Spy Racers South Pacific. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a month of the year. Yeah. We had Haley's patron pick, The World's Fastest Indian. With, Super wholesome uh, and cute. With yeah, Anthony Hopkins as just a. Grumpy old man, basically. 
No, he was like a wholesome old man. He was just kind of like bumbly. I would say bumbly. Oh, yeah, not grumpy. Than... Yes, he was just he was grumpy at moments, but yeah, overall, just like I'm gonna do my thing. She's so like, okay. Yeah, he just wanted to fucking be in that race, man. The he world just... was grumpy to him. That's right. Yeah. Uh, then we did Speed Racer bonus episode with Garrett. Movie. Yeah. Talking excellent. also about racer trash. Yeah. Vapor, speed vapor. Then we did Herbie Fully Loaded, Michael McGann's patron pick, the Lindsay Lohan vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Reduced. The bad one and the good one, Redline. Redline was Alex Ellenin's the bad one, his patron pick. And then Redline, the good one. He was actually ta- I was talking to Alex this week, and he was talking about how he and friends in college, I think, were trying to watch Only Goss Forgives, and they stopped watching. They're like, well, this, we can't. This, is, this movie's terrible. Uh, and I'm like, well, you know, I, I was underwhelmed the first time, but when we watched it for Boyfriend Material, I loved it. And he was talking to the same friends or whatever it came up. And he's just like, his friends were like, but you made them watch Redline? Like, <laughs> you know, there's a difference between not your taste and objectively bad, right? I think that the the new Redline was a fascinating thing to dive into to learn all the, the history of it. So I, I'm sure. not upset about that at all. Terrible movie, but good story. Yes, yes. The story is much more fascinating than the movie turned out to be, but yep. agreed. Yeah. Then we did Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. I'm glad you finally watched it. That was good for just that. Then we did Baby Driver. Excellent movie, yeah. We are doing, like I teased at the beginning, we're going to do, it's not really a modern car movie, but it's a bonus episode of this lap. We are doing Red Notice, coming out soon, or already out, or who knows, I don't know. Okay. And then our patron bonus episode, which we have not yet recorded, which we've both watched and we'll talk about soon, we're doing Hot Rod. So, Joe, out of all those movies, favorite movie and then maybe favorite po- favorite podcast to record? Like, the favorite podcast to record could be, I'm guessing, either maybe maybe Speed Racer, maybe Red Line the Bad One, but favorite movie uh, and yeah. then favorite podcast. Did We did Akira this lap, too, right? No, which which was no Redline the good one. Redline the good one is very memorable. We did memorable. Akira in a gi- in a Tokyo yes, drift. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, that, sorry, I was just I was thinking Akira meaning Redline. I think Speed Racer is probably best movie and best. Okay. I think that that's a double dip for sure. Cause Especially with the Garrett and Racer, racer Trash. trash. Yeah. Yes, all of that down the line. You know that we're big Racer Trash fans. And that one's behind the paywall, so you got to go to TooFastTooFever.com to listen to that. I think Need for Speed is the most slept on one. Sure. That I think it was much better than I expected or thought. That was a great pick by Nick. Redline was interesting, and Holy Motors are two movies that like I won't forget watching. Like those, like Redline, the bad one, or Redline, the good the, one, the good one, the, the animated one. Yes. Both of those are things that stand out as like something that I'm like, wow, that is something interesting that I hadn't thought that was going to be haven't seen before you know some you know there's something new there for me that i'm like holy shit this is really awesome i i loved watching baby driver for the set for the third time i guess but for the first time for this podcast let's see here i'm looking forward to red notice i know it does not have a great a lot of great reviews i'm looking forward to that i loved hot rod we'll get to that as well but yeah the the animated red line is crazy i think you did a great job summing it up i love watching speed racer and i love watching racer trash especially yeah yeah Holy Motors, if fascinating. Fury Road, awesome. Always, yeah. But I mean, if you're, you know what I mean? Like, there were some yes. of them that we knew were going to be like home runs, right? Like, these sure. are great movies. We've seen them before. I yep. was trying to like think about like things I hadn't yep. seen or things that were interesting. Yeah, stuff. what was new to me this lap? New to me this lap was Burnout, Larson's movie. Yeah. Tokyo Mayor, which doesn't really count. Red, Red Line. Line. World's Fastest Indian. Yeah. Kirby Fully Loaded. Talladega Nights. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, without being mean to our patrons, because I did enjoy, I'm glad that we watched all of them, but 
the movies that I had seen before I liked more than the movies I had saw, saw for the first well, time. Well, I mean, come on. We were picking fucking home runs here. Mad Max Fury Road and stuff. Like, come on. Like, that's... I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mad Max Fury Road is Speed almost racer. single-handedly the reason that Mike and I did watch The Throne. Right? Exactly. Like, it's that which good. turned out to be uh, painful because sexism in Hollywood is real. So, yeah, you know. Very true. Any other thoughts on this lap? We have to un- unveil next lap's theme. Are we doing which rankings? The patrons know, and we have rankings. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's coming up. I mean, I, I don't remember how this goes. I'm not going to listen back, but we're going to do that. We're going to do next <laughs> lap's theme, and we're going to do rankings. But anything else to talk about with this past lap, the modern car movies lap, lap nine of Too Fast, which I will say, I think I said maybe on air, I don't remember, the second longest lap that we... No, 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 sorry. The longest lap we've ever had. Yes, yeah. Because with... In All the missing the pieces, Letty Lap with yeah. Nico Kevo was almost as long. It was only four days shorter. We did way more episodes because we were doing two bonus, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two episodes a week. This was just because we did F9, F9 so, many so many times that this was 175 days. Normally, there's no reason for anybody to know this. Normally, like a lap is like 120, 130 days. Like the next lap is going to be supposedly 133, but 175. So this is like a six month long lap, which is crazy. Very long. My final thoughts is I've said this and I've been beat around the bush, but like I need to say like overtly that I think this was a great lap. I think all the guests were great, and that's total compliments to Joey doing all the work and scheduling and stuff like that. <laughs> so as much as I'm saying it's great, and I hope you guys thought it was great, that's all him. I'm just like pointing over there. Well, we figured out a new way for you to help a little bit in that yes. regard for future yes. laps. Hopefully it does say. work. Hopefully. Yes. I don't remember if it actually worked for next lap or not yet. I'll I know we got digging. some. We got a little bit I'll of traction. Keep digging. I'll keep yeah, digging. Yeah, we'll see. We got your. We got your wolves friend coming up next lap. But Joe, yes. Next lap, we are doing, which I feel like we announced. I don't know, like a year, a year ago, probably. Maybe. No, for sure, like uh, I don't remember. Go ahead. I'm excited for it. The Shaw Brothers. We are doing the films of Jason Statham. Yes. Of Luke Evans. Yes. Of Vanessa Kirby. Yes. Of Helen Mirren. Yes. And? Or movies actually made by the Shaw Brothers, which are the <laughs> old martial arts films which are that some still, of my still exist. Fucking favorite movies, dude. Some of my absolute favorites. Like, I love all these. These are like um, a lot of movies that inspired all the Wu Tang yep. albums. Uh, you probably heard Joey and I talk about them before. We've watched a bunch of them in our film club uh there was channels on sling and pluto that just play pretty much shaw brothers movies all the time big fan they're fucking awesome and i will i will i will say that our first pit stop is probably the shaw brothers movie so next week we're doing the fast and the furious but the week after that in our first pit stop of lap 10 we are doing the 36 chamber of shaolin which is obviously a Wu-Tang entered the 36 chambers, right? Like, yes. Yeah. And it's a great movie too. It's basically just a movie that's entirely training montages and it's so goddamn cool. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. All of these ones, didn't we, what was it like return to, there's like a couple of them, right? Like we watched a bunch of them. It was like enter the Shaolin, return to the 36 chamber. There's like a bunch in that series, right? Isn't there like, he does like three of them. I think so. We have right now, unless I'm missing one, at least three of those kind of movies do this lap. Okay, cool. And we're going to mix it up a little bit. But yes, the 36 Chamber of Shaolin is the big one. We're starting off with that. But yeah, also the Shaw brothers and sister and mother. It's That's a fucking star-studded cast to do movies of. 
So yeah. that's why I'm saying that this is like easy. This is, this, I'm really hyped for it. So here's the thing. This is still technically in this year, 2021. So if you join the Patreon at the $10 a month tier and you want to pick a movie in this theme, you can still do that and still get a pick for next year too. Yeah, because, you can double dip here. Yep. Yeah, we announced it so early last year because we're like, hey, these three laps are starting in 2021. Laps 8, 9, 10, you get mm-hmm. one pick for any of those or whatever. If you join the Patreon at the $10 a month tier right now, you get a pick for this lap plus Vanessa Kirby. Jason Statham, Owen Shaw, that one, <laughs> Helen Mirren, or Kung Fu. Come on, that's a that's a good pick. All right, the final thing to do, Joe, the rankings. You said you have – I have actual rankings. I don't know if I'm going to do my actual rankings. We'll see. Go I'll, for it. I'll, I'm going to hear what your rankings are. Oh, you want me I'll, to go first? Yeah. Do you have a guess of what my rankings are? It probably has to do with Jacob. Okay. How, how Jacob is the movie? My rankings for this lap are yeah. – most Jacob to least Jacob Fast and the Furious movies. Which is, how are you defining that? You're going to have to wait and see. You're starting at the top or you're starting at the bottom? Starting at the top. Most Jacob movie? F9. Of course. Jacob is in F9. Second most Jacob movie? Fast and the Furious 1, because with those flashback scenes, he was apparently in Fast and the Furious 1 at some point. Sure, or at least around, right? Around. Yes. Very adjacent. Close. And Mia said she was still talking to him, right? So that was, Mm -hmm. yeah, kind of tracks. Third one is Fate, because he apparently knew Cypher. It's also close to F9. He knows this nobody. Close. 918. Yep. Fourth most Jacob movie is Tokyo Drift, because Han dies. Mr. Nobody was there. He was working with Mr. Nobody. Possibly was there as well. Sure. Okay. This is where the list gets a little fuzzy, but I get it. Okay. (laughs) Five is... F6, because we see that scene again at the end of the movie, which means he was probably there. And so that's an extension of Tokyo Drift. The sixth most Jacob movie is Furious 7, because in working on the movie, they had five people with the first name of Jacob, one person with the last name of Jacob, and one Jacobson working on the film. (laughs) That's a lot of Jacob. Why did you do more work for this goddamn list than you've done for the rest of the podcast ever? Please continue. continue. <laughs> Seventh most Jacob movie is is uh, Fast and Furious. Two Jacobs worked on that movie. Okay. Eighth one is uh, F5. We only get one Jacob and one Jacobson. And the ninth movie is Too Fast because there's no Toretto's in that movie at all. That's the definitive list. Of most to least Jacobs, Fast and the Furious. So the least Jacob is two, which makes sense. Uh, yeah, there's no Dom, there's no Mia, there's no anything. I didn't include Hobbs and Shaw because I didn't. But I have actual rankings, and this is just kind of how I'm feeling right now. And it's you know, I, I there's some fluctuation. There's some that's just not going to fluctuate. I don't think. But you want to guess my rankings? No, I don't. I don't know how you're feeling about it. I, what you got, I, can I guess where 9 is? Can we do that part? Sure. I guess 9 is 5th. Yeah. Okay. What's, ab- what's above it? 6, 5, 3. Yeah, not in that order, but yes. Yeah, yeah. And? 5, 6, 3, and 7? Or did you move 8 up this time? Because you Neither. liked it this time. 3, 1? Yep. Oh, cool. So 1's cre- creeping up. Creeping up a little bit by 5, little bit. 5, 6, 1, 3, 9. Okay. Then what do you think my bottom half looks like? 
This is me backing my way into getting you to do the thing that you didn't want to do, but yes. 56139. Uh, I. Seven. Mm hmm. Um, I'm going to go. Two for the charm. No. No, you're going to put two last then? Yeah. Based on your reaction. Okay. Seven. Um, what do I got left? Four? Nope. Four second to last. Yes. And which one am I forgetting? Six. No, I did. What the fuck? No. Um, which one do I do I have left? I mean, here? you've only seen these movies once or twice. It's hard to remember them all I know. No, I'm like when I'm just going through them. I don't fucking remember. You got Fate and Hobbs left. Which Which order? Oh, okay. Um, I actually, fate. I don't even know if this is. I don't even know if this is right. Fate and Hobbs. Fate. I have then Hobbs and Fate. I have Hobbs and Fate. I don't know. But you I, right now, fate I have Fate this time. So I don't know. I was just going based on what you were saying earlier. I have five, six, one, three, nine, seven. Hobbs, eight, four, two. How about which that is close? Spot. I don't know if that's. A, I don't know if that's exact, but like five, six. I think. Yeah. Maybe forever. Yeah. One three is you know it could be three one I'm not sure I just you know day first day time yeah uh, nine I think I don't think it's gonna be higher than five I think could drop as low as eighth but nine right now in five hole then seven Hobbs eight I think is kind of a tier of its own and then nine two or, or four two you know again movies I still love but just down there makes sense yeah yeah and that's the rankings the Fast and Furious ranked the the real rankings was most to least Jacob just like yeah hundred percent. And that that was based on math and science. There's no way to argue that. There's lo- that was logic. That was yeah. purely. I, hey, I'm a critical thinker. I did 500 pages of research for this. You sure did. Aaron Rodgers joke for everyone else, but okay. Are you immunized too fast, or are you? <laughs> I have researched. Very cool stuff. Anything else to say in this episode? No, that was a good lap, man. That's it. Cool. Thanks, thanks for all you do. That's what I want to say. Lap 10 begins next week. The Fast and the Furious. Original. OG. My one, yeah. third favorite movie, supposedly. How did you how did you say supposedly? Like, you didn't make this fucking list. What I mean, kind of I don't know. It, it's it, You know, it's all how the wind blows. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but you were, like, you were like suspicious of your own rankings. Like, supposedly. Reportedly, <laughs> a lot of people are saying. Immunized. Anyway, for all things Too Fast to forever you go to cageclub.me facebook.com slash too fast to forever or at too fast to forever on twitter and instagram email us family at cageclub.me thank you to everybody who emailed in today yeah check out our patreon page at too fast to forever.com and our store at too fast to forever.shop thanks Shout for out to patrons. jerry for buying the shirt thank yeah, you thank to the patrons yep bonus episode coming out soon uh red note is coming out soon all sorts of stuff too fast to forever.com Come back next week for the Fast and Furious Lap 10, the Shaw Brothers Lap officially kicking off. I'm excited. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll tell you all about it when we see you.